Welcome to the Fence and Deck Mastery Podcast, where we discuss cutting edge techniques, industry trends, and business insights to take your fence or deck company to the next level and dominate your competition. What is up, Fence and Deck Nation? Uh, Got a very exciting podcast episode for you here today, uh, where I'm basically going to be talking about the uh, predicament that a lot of fence or deck business owners get into, uh, and, you know, business owners in general, and that's whether or not they should hire somebody in-house to handle their marketing uh, or actually use a marketing agency. So I'm going to give you a bunch of ideas, you know, pros and cons of both, um, both options so you can make that decision for yourself and see what's the best fit for your business specifically. Um, but for those of you who do not know who I am, my name is Alex Danner, and I am the owner and founder of uh, Fence and Deck Marketers. And uh, we are a digital marketing agency that works exclusively with fencing or decking businesses. So all day long, my team and I are working hard to generate more leads for fence or deck businesses and you know, really help them become the leader in their area. So to kind of start things off, I'm going to address the in-house marketing person that you may be hiring uh, and give you some pros and cons of them. Uh, but basically, some of the pros that I see of hiring in-house um, you know, a big thing would be you're able to actually train them and give a, uh, train them on having a very comprehensive understanding of your specific over time. So, you know, if they're only working with you, um, they're going to pick up on a lot of things about your business specifically that might be tough for a marketing agency to, um, you know, pick up on and kind of understand since they're not with you day to day. Um, also, you know, the communication can definitely be a, a really big factor. So, if you have somebody in your office that um, you can go to and say, hey, make this change or let's try this offer, you know, run ads for this specific type of offer, you know, there's a good chance that, um, you know, it'll be nice to be able to go to them and, you know, throw ideas off them. And um, there's even a chance that implementing, you know, the implementation of these changes that you'd like could be added quicker, um, you know, not guaranteed, but you know, it depends on the person. But um, also, you know, you, there is a chance you're able to find someone that is very specialized in one or more types of marketing. So um, typically marketers, you know, are uh, very good at certain things, but maybe not every type, of mark, every type of marketing. So maybe you can find someone that is really good at one type of marketing that ends up generating a lot of leads. Like maybe they're very good at SEO or they know how to run pay-per-click campaigns on Google. Um, things like that are great ways to generate leads. You just got to make sure that is a specialty they have that actually translate, translates into the types of leads and the amount of leads that you're looking for. So those are a couple of the pros, but let's get into the cons of hiring in-house. So if you're hiring a marketing person in-house, you can expect a salary for them of 80000 or more, uh, but likely a quite a bit more if they're really good and actually um, you know know their stuff and can... Get, you know, provide a lot of value and generate a lot of leads. Um, so maybe even six figures or more. Um, the one thing that I see as the biggest con is it's going to be extremely hard to find somebody that you can hire that's very good at all types of marketing. Um, and I'm going to talk about digital marketing specifically. Um, so, you know, having somebody that understands website design that can build out your website, make sure it looks good. And then also, someone that knows SEO. So they can take that website and they can actually optimize it for SEO. So you get seen on Google. So you get leads that way. Uh, Google ads, they can be very tricky. And if they're not done properly, can get you in a lot of trouble and spend a lot of money with very little result. Uh, Facebook ads, social media posting. Uh, With all of these, you're going to have to make sure that person has done them before 
and knows it, understands the ins and outs of it, um, and also is up to date with it and following it because, you know, these things change over time. And if they're not constantly following the trends, you know, they can be behind the curve and the, the strategies they use will not get the best results. Uh, so the only thing that's guaranteed with uh, marketing is that things are going to change and you're going to have to adjust. Also, though, you know, imagine you find somebody that's good, you know, over time they get much better. You train them or you pay for them to have courses and they, you know, go to conferences or whatever to get really good. You know, that's excellent. But what happens if you spend all that time and that person leaves? You know, what if they decide to go somewhere else, you know, another opportunity that they get? If that happens, that's all on you to fix it, which can be a huge problem, you know, and a huge loss on investment if you just spend all this time trying to get them up to speed. Um, also, you know, you're going to have to pay them that salary, but you're also going to have to uh, start talking about benefits, you know, healthcare, workers comp, things like that. There's a lot of extra fees that you have to pay, as you know, um, versus just hiring, you know, a subcontractor or, you know, a, a marketing agency. Um, also, you know, if you have office, office space and you want to take advantage of being near them and you're being able to collaborate with them, um, a lot, you know, frequently, then you're going to have to pay for office space. So you're going to have to make sure they have an office, you know, somewhere that they can um, you know, work from and take care of them that way. So that can get very expensive as well. All right. So those are some of the pros and cons of hiring in-house, but I want to talk about uh, the cons of hiring an agency too. So a marketing agency. Um, if you're going after an agency, a marketing agency, you know, a generalist agency, somebody that works with all types of industries, you can definitely have a problem. This is something we hear often is they don't understand the industry. So, you know, maybe they are picking pictures for your website that just don't match. You know, it's a page that's talking about wood decks and they're putting composite decks up on the page, uh, which makes you look a little silly, you know. So um, also, you know, they could be hiring overseas uh, just to make it you know, really cheap. And they're hiring people that just don't understand the U.S. culture. So if they're if you hire somebody overseas that doesn't understand the culture, they could be writing content that doesn't fit uh, for your specific company, and then you're going to be spending a ton of time, you know, fixing it and going back and forth with them. Um, another thing I hear often is they're taking a while to get back to you. So if you have something that you need fixed, you want to update to the website or a marketing campaign, whatever it may be, you know, if they're not getting back to you quickly, you know, that same day, you know, it gets frustrating, and then you know time goes on and. It causes a lot of issues there. Um, on top of that, you know, the implementation, if it's just taking too long, it's it's going to take, you know, it's going to push things too far down, you know, down the hill. And uh, it's just going to frustrate you and, you know, be very annoying if you have to have an idea and then, you know, wait weeks for it to be implemented. Um, also, uh, one thing that's pretty common, if you're, if a marketing agency is charging you for services, and they use the same amount for everybody. So as an example, um, if they're not accounting for the competition and the amount of work it'll take, you know, that can definitely cause problems because, you know, if you have one company that's, you know, say a fence company in Houston, Texas versus a fence company in, um, you know, a small city here in Maryland, uh, say Westminster, Maryland, you know, there's a very di different population uh, there. So, you know, in Houston, there's millions. Um, I forget the exact amount, but I believe it's quite a bit. And then, you know, Westminster might be 10, 15,000, whatever it is. So if somebody is in Houston, there's going to be a lot of competition, a lot of people that 
want to rank there because there's so much opportunity. So it's going to take a lot more work to rank in Houston than it is in Westminster. So um, if you hire a marketing agency and they're not specifying that and realizing it's going to take more for specific types of um, clients, you know, then you could be getting a marketing agency that comes in and just does the same exact um, process that they have that they've seen results in for smaller cities, but not realizing that if they go to a big metropolitan area, it's going to be take a lot more work. Um, so you're not going to get the results that you want, you know, as fast or at all, you know, maybe their, their strategies are not even, uh, going to work for those bigger areas. And on top of that, I would say, always be wary of the marketing agencies that offer you really low costs. You know, if somebody's offering you 200, 300, 400, $500 a month, um, you know, $600, uh, you got to know what you're getting because, you don't want to, especially if it's overseas, you don't want to get in a, a situation where people are just trying to sell you, offering a low cost, um, and then just giving you some you know, uh, cookie cutter strategy that doesn't end up getting results. So um, you know, typically with SEO, it's going to be a little bit more you know, for launching ads. It could be a bit cheaper just to manage those, but then you got to pay for the ad spend. But in general, if it sounds too good to be true, it likely is. So just be wary of that. And another thing you can be wary about too, if somebody's taking over your SEO, it's really inexpensive. Uh, again, this is just on the SEO side. Um, they could be building backlinks that are not from reputable websites, you know, spammy backlinks. And Google has had updates in the past where they realize this and they will actually, they can um, really hurt your rankings, really um, cripple your rankings with and uh, damage your reputation. So. You just want to make sure you're picking a reputable marketing agency that's going to build um, legitimate backlinks so you don't run into trouble. Um, but, you know, one of the main cons, too, is just not able to get results. So matter, no matter what specific um, reason there is, you know, you just got to be wary of an agency that's not getting results. So that's why it's so important to talk to uh, current customers to see what they're doing, um, because at the end of the day, you need to be getting a strong ROI. Next, I want to talk about the pros of hiring an actual marketing agency. Uh, so big one that everyone is always curious about, you know, the costs um, with an agency, you know, the costs can vary. There's so many types of digital marketing that, that are out there and so many different things that um, marketers can do to help grow fencer deck businesses. But uh, I would say as a rule of thumb, you know, you can expect anywhere from a thousand to 5,000, depending on what you do. And then if you're doing ad spend or sorry, if you're doing uh ads like Google ads, Facebook ads, local services ads, that ad spend will be on top of that. And that will go directly to those companies, you know, to Google or Facebook. So by that math, you know, that's going to be anywhere from, you know, 12,000 to 60,000 a month or sorry, a year, you know, plus ad spend. So uh, I think in the previous example, you know, we said 80, you know, maybe a hundred thousand for someone really good. Um, you know, you're, that's obviously considerably less and then you don't have all the extra headaches and, you know, uh, you'll have somebody else that has to manage the employees. And if somebody gets fired or, you know, somebody quits, something like that, you know, it's their responsibility. But I would say the biggest thing that is just so important uh, with, with marketing is that, you know, if you uh, have a company that really wants to scale, you know, you really are going to have to take advantage of other types of marketing to get more leads. So, if you're using a solid marketing agency, they should have specialists for every single role. Um, 
So every single role and every single type of marketing. So as an example, you know, different roles that a marketing agency will typically have, they'll have a web developer, you know, a Facebook ad specialist, a Google ad specialist, SEO manager, content writers, social media specialist, graphic designer, you know, all these roles are required um, with a marketing agency because they require different types of skill sets, you know, to be a master in SEO um, is going to be very tough and it's always changing. It's tough to be that plus a master in Google ads or Facebook ads and web developer. You know, these are all skills that um, typically require, you know, a, a big salary because they are tough. You know, it's, it's tough to run these. Um, it's not something you can just figure out and you know, within a day, you know, you can launch them within a day, but you're not going to get the results of an experienced marketer, um, in these, in these different things. And, you know, they all work together too. So as an example, you know, you have a web developer, he goes to build you a website. He's going to need a content writer that can come in, write really nice, engaging content. Um, and coming from somebody like me, that is a, uh, X, well, not an X, I guess a former, whatever software engineer where I was building websites and apps, I can tell you for sure that it's a different, uh, skill set than writing. You know, I'm not a good writer. I'm a better coder. Um, so I know those roles are very separate, so it'd be tough to have someone that could do both of those. And then social media, you know, someone that can, um, work with the, or sorry, graphic designer, they can work with the social media teams, the web developers to actually create the designs that need to be on the websites. So yes, you could find a web developer that can, um, you know, create uh, graphics on his own, but a graphic designer is going to really make that website pop and those social media posts pop consistently. And on the social media side, you know, having someone that can write those nice graphics and then the content or the text that goes with it, you know, is very important to have both of those. So, um, what I've realized as growing my agency is just how important it is to have separate roles for each of these because they just require a different type of skill set most of the time or, you know, a different type of um, person sometimes, you know. So you got to make sure you account for all of that. And just to kind of paint this, you know, paint a picture and put it some perspective on this, can you imagine having to find someone that is so good at all of these, you know, that just works at every single one of these roles flawlessly? Um, if they did, they likely are working for a very big company, you know, maybe working for a huge marketing agency would probably be my guess or have their own business. Um, just from my personal experience, as I've learned all these different, um, all these different, uh, types of marketing, you know, I've gotten very good at, at them, but eventually, you know, you need some help to, to run them. So you hire somebody, um, and it's rarely just one person working on it. So, um, I can just guarantee if you had someone that said they were very good at it, they likely aren't, and you should be really skeptical about that. And the last couple of things about, you know, what is so beneficial about having a good marketing agency, um, you know, someone that does a really well, a good job is, you know, they should be having, you know, monthly calls, ideally, you know, maybe quarterly. Uh, we'll do monthly calls and we'll sit down and not only like show the results that have happened, you know, show reports and leads that have been generated and traffic that's been gained and things like that. But we'll also have an understanding about any changes in the business. So if you want to kind of switch gears, like say you, um, a really common example, since fencing and decking are pretty seasonal, you know, say um, for a decking company, they do deck maintenance jobs. You know, they're doing um, staining, you know, cleaning, sealing. And then, you know, 
November, December, January, February hits where it's really cold, uh, especially, you know, obviously up north, you know, then you might want to switch over to just doing deck building. Or, you know, if you have another service that you offer, that's good for the winter months, you know, you can start advertising that specifically. So um, a marketing agency should be sitting down and having an understanding of what your goals are so you can update the strategy as you see fit and get the types of jobs you're looking for. And kind of taking it a step further, um, you know, pros of hiring an agency. What I would always, always recommend doing, even though I know you probably think I'm a little biased for saying this, but, you know, having a niche agency, somebody that's specific to your industry is just so critical because as you can imagine, you know, if it's a generalist agency and, you know, maybe they work with doctors or lawyers or they do, you know, roofers and siding and, you know, water companies, whatever, you know, that's to have a writer and have a content team that understands the industry and create stuff on your behalf. It's going to be much tougher for them to do for your specific industry versus, you know, someone that knows it and works only with those. Like, you know, if it's a fencing or decking uh, company, you know, working with a marketing agency that's specific to that is just so critical because they're going to know the lingo. They're going to be able to write on your behalf and actually sound like they know what they're talking about, um, which is going to be huge for generating leads and, you know, converting um, traffic into customers. And then also, you know, with ads. So if they've worked with that niche agency um, or sorry, that specific niche, then they can go in and realize that they've used this type of ad with another company, um, same industry, you know, like another fencing or decking company, they can go in and then actually create an ad that worked for someone else, use it for you and know you're going to get better results. Uh, likely there's going to be some testing regardless and you'll have to make sure they have, you know, this in this example, I'm talking about Facebook ads. So you would have to have the same type of graphics and content that the agency can use. But if you do, you know, you can generate great leads um, and quick, you know, it'll be a much faster process. All right. So those were kind of the pros and cons um, from my perspective of, you know, hiring an in-house versus hiring a marketing agency. Um, but if you do want to pick an agency um, and some of this would kind of work with the in-house person, too. You just got to be very careful of who you, who you choose. You know, um, I know that it's very common for fencing and decking businesses to get calls constantly from, you know, marketing companies. I think I hear pretty much everybody gets those every day um, and, you know, promise in the world and things like that. Um, one thing to always worry about, you know, is um, not taking the time to you know research the company and see exactly what they've done in the past. You know, you never want to hire someone that won't give you case studies or testimonials. Um, you want to, you know, if you want to talk to the, their clients um, and they won't give you the number, that's always a cause for concern. So if you want to talk to them, you know, f ask for their phone number um, to reach out that way. But, you know, it's everything's online for the most part. So if you, they say they, ha they have a list of clients, you know, go check out their websites. So the websites, do you like them? Do they make sense? Um, does the content look good? Are they writing good blog posts every month? Go check that out and see if you like it. You know, the design of the website can always be changed. So I wouldn't get too hung up on that. But if you just see errors all over the place and, you know, the website doesn't look good on mobile or tablet, you know, that's definitely a red flag as they didn't fix that um, and weren't careful enough to fix that um, when they were actually building it. And one thing that's just so, so critical that um, you really want to ask about is tracking numbers. So you really want to have a separate tracking number for every type of marketing that you do. 
so that way you know you know how many leads you're getting for each type of marketing that you're doing. So um, as an example, a tracking number, you could have, um, you know, we use a system called What Converts. There's CallRail. There's probably others too. Uh, but we'll use a different phone number for SEO. So if somebody comes to them from Google as an organic SEO lead, they'll see a different phone number on the website. They call it, it'll be registered as an SEO lead. Same with your Google listing. You can put a different phone number on there. Same with Google ads, you know, Facebook ads, social media posting. All of these can have different phone numbers so you can see what's working and what's not. So if you just kind of get an idea or if you could send a report that just shows the total number of leads, that's not really helpful because you're not seeing, you know, how many leads are coming from each different source. So it's great to have that laid out so you can see the differences there. And um, also speaking of reports, you know, showing the different um, traffic that comes in, you know, you want to make sure your traffic's improving. Uh, be wary of traffic though. You know, if you're just getting a ton of traffic to some blog posts, that's not helping you if you're not getting leads as well. So make sure your ranking reports are there too. You know, you want them to send you ranking reports to show you that your keywords have gone up in rankings. So you're actually, you know, generating um, or ranking for the keywords that are so critical, like, you know, fence contractor, deck builder near me, you know, vinyl fence, wood fence, um, composite fence, things like that. The ones that actually convert into customers. Um, you want to make sure you're ranking for those in your service area and then, you know, surrounding cities too. So getting those keyword reports, those traffic reports are really important, but make sure you understand how many leads you're getting as well. And last thing I would say, you know, just always check, you know, check your gut instinct on it. So if you're talking to somebody, you know, get an understanding of them, if they're going to be someone you're working with or, um, you know, usually your gut instinct is probably, uh, steers you the right way. And I'm sure it's taking you pretty far at this point, you know, um, so just check in on it. You know, is this person you're talking to, do they seem like a good person? You know, they're going to do right by you or do you think they might cut corners? You know, any, um, instances of that, you know, that could lead to future issues down the road. So always check into that. I like to check into my gut and, you know, um, I'll also ask around if there's anybody that, has experience in this, you feel free to ask them and kind of get some feedback and any additional questions they would ask. But if you're seeing a lot of results from past companies, I would recommend um, putting a lot of weight into that because if they've done it before, they should be able to do it again. Um, and if they've done it a ton of times, they you know the more times they do it, the more likely they will uh, be able to replicate it for your business. But this is everything I had for this podcast episode. So I really just wanted to kind of outline it because I hear it a lot. Some people, um, some business owners, you know, like the in-house option, like the idea of it. Um, obviously you're, you're going to think my opinion's a little bit biased <laughs> since I own an agency, but, um, these are genuinely how I sat down and picked this apart. I, you know, I wanted to take my time to think about the pros and cons of each. And these are what I could think, you know, come up with, um, and at the end of the day, I, I think it is, you know, cheaper. Um, and as long as you pick the right option can be better as well, but always be careful, always make sure you check your references and make sure you're getting the right company. Cause you want to have somebody you can trust and rely on for years and, you know, help you reach your goals, help you grow, help you add crews, um, and just make your business better. So, I uh, hope this episode, you know, provided some value and, um, hope you got some good stuff out of it, but, uh, that's it for now and I'll see you next time.